Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Welcome to the History AI Podcast. I'm Chuck. And I'm Marco. Today we're diving into the life of a relatively obscure, yet fascinating figure, William Weston. Ah, William Weston. Not the guy who invented the Western omelette, right? No, Chuck. Weston was a 15th-century English explorer and a pioneer in transatlantic voyages. Right, the less famous cousin of Christopher Columbus. So, where do we start? The late 15th and early 16th centuries were an era marked by profound transformations. This was the age of discovery, a period when European powers were eagerly exploring new lands. Right, like a medieval version of a space race, but with wooden ships instead of rockets. Exactly. This was also the time of the Renaissance, a cultural and intellectual movement that brought about a resurgence of learning, arts, and humanism. Artists and geniuses like Leonardo da Vinci and Michelangelo were on the scene, making art and, well, causing trouble. And don't forget the significant advancements in science and technology. The invention of the printing press by Johannes Gutenberg in the 1440s revolutionized the spread of knowledge. Imagine going from handwritten books to printing presses. That's like going from snail mail to email. Precisely. Politically, it was a time of consolidation and power struggles. The formation of strong centralized states was beginning in places like England, France, and Spain. Ah, the good old days of royal intrigue in knights and shining armor. And let's not overlook the religious turmoil. The seeds of the Protestant Reformation were being sown, which would drastically alter the religious landscape of Europe. So, basically, William Weston was navigating not just the seas, but a world brimming with change and excitement. That's a perfect way to put it, Chuck. Now, let's delve into the life of the man himself, William Weston. William Weston's early years are a bit of a historical puzzle. He was born in Bristol, England, most likely in the 1470s. This timing and location are crucial to understanding his future as an explorer. Bristol? So he was a city kid? Right Chuck. Bristol was more than just a city, it was a thriving port and a center of maritime activity during this period. It's likely that the bustling docks and tales of the sea greatly influenced young Weston. Makes sense. Nothing like growing up around boats and sailors to spark that adventurous spirit. Indeed. However, information about his family is scarce. We don't have records of his parents or any siblings. It was common for families of this era, especially those not of noble birth, to go undocumented. So, he could have been from a family of sailors or merchants, given the Bristol connection? Possibly. It's also likely that his family was involved in the local trade industry, which would have exposed him to international traders and tales of distant lands. Sounds like the perfect recipe for creating an explorer. A childhood filled with stories of far-off places and the hustle and bustle of a port city. Exactly, Chuck. It's this environment that likely set the stage for Weston's future endeavors. His upbringing in Bristol, a hub for exploration and trade, was the perfect backdrop for nurturing a curious mind, eager to discover what lay beyond the horizon. Fascinating stuff. It's like he was born to be an explorer. And with that foundation, it's no surprise that William Weston would grow up to be a significant figure in the age of discovery. William Weston's transition from a Bristol youth to a sailor is a fascinating journey. In the late 15th century, Bristol was not just a port city but a hub of maritime innovation and exploration. So, 
Our man Weston was in the right place at the right time? Precisely. During his formative years, Bristol was buzzing with tales of voyages to mysterious and uncharted lands. This era saw increased interest in finding new trade routes driven by the allure of wealth and discovery. Kind of like the Silicon Valley for explorers and adventurers? Exactly, Chuck. This environment would have provided the perfect backdrop for a young Weston, fueling his imagination and perhaps igniting a passion for the sea. Was there a specific moment or event that made him choose this path? While we don't have a recorded Eureka a moment for Weston, it's likely that the general climate of exploration in Bristol played a key role. The stories of explorers like John Cabot, who embarked on voyages from Bristol, would have been influential. I can imagine young Weston, eyes wide, listening to tales of the vast Atlantic and dreaming of what lay beyond. Exactly, and the economic and political climate of England at the time also can't be overlooked. The country was increasingly looking westward for opportunities, especially in competition with Spanish and Portuguese explorers. So, there was national pride at stake too. I guess being an explorer was like being an astronaut today. Right on the mark, Chuck. Becoming a sailor and later an explorer for Weston wasn't just a personal ambition. It was a calling fueled by the spirit of his age, an age of discovery, competition, and immense curiosity. From the sounds of it, William Weston was born to be at the helm, charting courses to new worlds. And with that spirit, he set forth on a path that would lead him to become one of the early Englishmen to explore the North American coast. By the late 15th century, William Weston had evolved from a curious youth in Bristol to an experienced mariner. This was a time when England was eager to establish itself as a major player in the world of exploration and trade. So, Weston was stepping onto the stage at a pretty critical time in history. Indeed. His emergence as an explorer coincided with a growing national interest in finding new trade routes and expanding England's influence overseas. This was an era dominated by figures like Christopher Columbus and John Cabot. Big names to compete with. How did Weston make his mark? Well Chuck, records from the early 1500s indicate that Weston was involved in several voyages, but the most significant one was his expedition to North America. Right, the big leap across the pond. Exactly. This voyage is believed to have taken place around 1500 to 1502, a few years after John Cabot's initial voyage. What's fascinating is that Weston might have ventured farther than Cabot, possibly exploring parts of northeastern Canada. Sounds like he was pushing the boundaries quite literally. That's correct. His journeys were not just about discovery, but also about asserting England's maritime presence in a world dominated by Spanish and Portuguese explorers. And I guess this wasn't just hopping on a boat and going for a sail. This must have required some serious planning and backing. Absolutely. These expeditions needed funding, ships, crew, and provisions. They were major undertakings, often backed by investors and even the monarchy. Weston's ability to lead such an expedition speaks volumes about his skills and reputation. No small feat for someone from humble beginnings in Bristol. Indeed. His voyages contributed significantly to England's early exploration efforts, laying the groundwork for future expeditions and ultimately, the establishment of English colonies in the New World. So, in a way, William Weston was one of the architects of the modern Atlantic world. Precisely, Chuck. His explorations were instrumental in expanding the horizons of the known world and setting the stage for an era of global exploration. After establishing himself as a skilled mariner and explorer, William Weston embarked on a significant journey that would take him across the Atlantic Ocean to the shores of North America. 
This sounds like the beginning of an epic tale. It certainly was Chuck. Around 1500 to 1502, Weston led an expedition under the English flag. This was just a few years after John Cabot's landmark voyage in 1497, which had piqued England's interest in the New World. So, Weston was one of the early birds in the English exploration scene. Exactly. His voyage is of particular interest because it represents one of the earliest English attempts to explore and potentially colonize the New World. Where exactly did he go? Do we have a map with an X marks the spot? Not quite an X, but it's believed that Weston reached the coasts of what is now northeastern Canada. Some historians suggest he may have explored areas of New Finland and possibly further south along the coast. That's pretty far north. Not your typical tropical getaway. Indeed, it was a challenging environment. The North Atlantic is notorious for its harsh weather, and navigating these waters would have required considerable skill and bravery. What was he looking for out there? Treasure? Spices? Uncharted golf courses? More likely, he was seeking new trade routes and resources. The cod fisheries off New Finland were particularly valuable. These waters teemed with fish, which were a prized commodity in Europe. Fish, the gold of the sea. Precisely. Moreover, establishing a foothold in North America was crucial for England's aspirations to compete with Spanish and Portuguese dominance overseas. So, Weston's voyage was part exploration, part business venture, and part national strategy. Exactly. His journey, while not as celebrated as some, was a key chapter in the story of English exploration. It set the stage for further voyages and eventually the colonization of the Americas. An unsung hero of the high seas. Truly. William Weston's voyage to North America is a testament to the courage and determination of the early explorers, whose journeys reshaped the course of history. Weston's expedition to the New World was groundbreaking. Though overshadowed by more famous explorers, his accomplishments were no less important. What kind of discoveries are we talking about? First and foremost, Weston's journey helped map previously uncharted areas of the northeastern coast of North America. This was crucial for future navigation and exploration. So, he was kind of like the GPS of his time? In a way, yes. His explorations provided valuable insights into the geography, climate, and potential resources of these regions. Resources? Like gold and spices? More like fish and furs, Chuck. The cod fisheries off New Finland were especially valuable. Weston's reports of these rich fishing grounds spurred further interest in the region, eventually leading to the establishment of seasonal fishing outposts by European fishermen. Fishermen following in the wake of explorers. Interesting. Indeed. But it wasn't just about resources. Weston's interactions with the indigenous populations were also significant. While details are scarce, these early contacts laid the groundwork for future relations, both positive and negative, between Europeans and Native Americans. That's a crucial point. These weren't uninhabited lands, they were home to diverse indigenous cultures. Exactly. Understanding these early interactions is key to comprehending the complex history of European colonization in the Americas. What about the impact back home in England? Western's voyages generated considerable interest in England. They played a key role in stirring up English ambitions for overseas exploration and colonization. His reports and experiences would have been invaluable to later expeditions, including those by figures like Sir Walter Raleigh. So, in a sense, he helped lay the foundation for the English Empire. Precisely, Chuck. 
Weston's achievements, though not as celebrated as others, were fundamental in the early stages of England's maritime exploration and expansion. William Weston, an unsung pioneer of the Age of Discovery. That's right. His contributions to the exploration and understanding of the New World are a testament to the spirit of adventure and curiosity that defined his era. Despite his significant contributions to maritime exploration, the details surrounding the end of William Weston's life are shrouded in mystery. So, what do we know about his final days? Very little, I'm afraid. Historical records about the latter part of Weston's life are sparse. It's unclear when exactly he died, where, or even how. No dramatic sea battle or treasure hunt gone wrong? Nothing so romanticized Chuck. One possibility is that he returned to England and lived out his days in relative obscurity, a common fate for many explorers once their seafaring days were over. A quiet end for a man who led such a daring life. Indeed. Another theory suggests he may have perished during one of his voyages. The perils of sea travel were numerous, storms, shipwrecks, diseases. Any of these could have claimed Weston's life. The sea gives, and the sea takes away. Precisely. Additionally, the political and economic climate in England was changing. The early 16th century saw shifts in focus and priorities. It's possible that Weston, like many explorers of his time, simply faded from the spotlight as new figures emerged. So no grand finale, just a slow retreat into the shadows of history. It seems so. This lack of information about his death only adds to the enigma of William Weston. His life, so impactful in the realm of exploration, ends not with a bang but a whisper. There's something poetic about that, isn't there? A man who charted unknown waters, leaving us with one final mystery. Indeed Chuck. William Weston's mysterious demise leaves us pondering the fragility and transience of fame and achievement. While William Weston may not be a household name, his contributions to maritime exploration and the age of discovery have had a lasting impact. He's like the unsung hero of exploration. Exactly Chuck. One of Weston's most enduring legacies is his role in pioneering English exploration of North America. His voyages helped lay the groundwork for future English claims and colonization efforts in the New World. So, he was a trailblazer for the big names that followed. Precisely. Weston's explorations contributed to England's growing knowledge of the Atlantic and the Americas. This knowledge was crucial for later voyages, including those of Henry Hudson and Sir Francis Drake. So in a way, he helped map the path for these famous explorers. Indeed. Furthermore, Weston's voyages underscored the potential of the New World's resources. His reports on the rich fishing grounds and the possibility of trade routes inspired subsequent English ventures. Like setting the stage for England's future as a maritime power. That's right. His expeditions also had cultural and historical significance. They represent an early chapter in the complex and often tumultuous relationship between Europe and the indigenous peoples of the Americas. A relationship that's still being explored and understood today. Absolutely. In a broader sense, Weston's life and voyages reflect the spirit of an era marked by curiosity, ambition, and the relentless pursuit of the unknown. A true embodiment of the age of discovery. Indeed. While William Weston may not have achieved the fame of some of his contemporaries, his contributions to the tapestry of exploration and the expansion of the known world are undeniable. William Weston, a man who sailed into history and left a wake that still ripples through time. Well said Chuck. His story reminds us that history is filled with figures who, though not always remembered, 
played crucial roles in shaping the world we know today. What a journey we've had today, uncovering the life of William Weston. Absolutely, Chuck. It reminds us that history is full of unsung heroes. And bad jokes, apparently. True. Thank you, listeners, for joining us on the History AI podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share our podcast. It helps us bring more forgotten tales to life. Until next time, keep exploring. And keep laughing. Step into the thrilling world of sports betting with The Starting Line, an introduction to sports betting. Whether you're a beginner or simply curious, this comprehensive guide takes you from the basics to the advanced. Learn to decode odds, develop winning strategies, and bet responsibly. Get your copy now and transform every game into an adventure. The Starting Line is your first step towards mastering the art of sports betting. Available on Amazon.